Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and today we are starting our master's content, and there is no better way to start than with the big, beefy one, Bryson DeChambeau, the favorite to win and don his first green jacket. And joining me to break it all down is Kyle Porter. KP, on a scale from 1 to 10, how excited are you Are you about this podcast? Oh, it's I'm like a... <laughs> I'm like a 12. I mean, it's out of control. I, I I was just trying to get through the Bermuda preview so we could get to the, the, the big boy, the big fella, the big golfer. Um, do you think he should be the favorite? We, we talked about this a little bit with Greg. I think it was last week or two weeks ago. Do you think he should be the favorite considering his history at Augusta is, I don't know, his best finish T21? Should that person be the favorite? So... I, th- I think the answer is yes. I have some concerns, but uh, um, I could echo some concerns about that I had ar- about Wingsfoot, and yeah. we, we know how that went, right? So I have some other concerns, um, more so on the greens than than maybe his his driver and the big weapon that he has. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think I think the upside, uh, the win equity, when when everything's going right, and and the game that Bryson's trying to play right now. It, it is it is game changing. It's different than what other guys are doing. And you could have Rory go nuts for four days, or DJ, or Brooks, or whoever else, John Rom, JT. Um, but it's just it's I don't know. It's different with Bryson. Um, and and if he is quote unquote breaking the game, then I think he has to be the favorite. Well, I think what's I think what's interesting is it, their games right now. Like all those guys you mentioned, DJ, JT, Rory, it, they're they're kind of static, right? Like it's just. They're, they're taking whatever game they have to Augusta. And Bryson is, like, actively, like, and dynamically trying to, to become somebody he was not right. at the U.S. Open. So he's taking what happened at the U.S. Open and trying to tack on X percentage improvement to that. And I think that's the part where you're like, well, what, what, what are we going to see? Like, I, I, don't, I don't totally know what to expect. You the 48-inch driver thing. Uh, I mean, we see this video. Can we talk about the video that came out yesterday? Yeah. the, the What is essentially a long drive contest video, that one? He, he is, <laughs> he, he, you know, I, I wrote an article for CBSSports.com, and it would be performance art if it weren't, weren't so earnest, right? That he is, he is like, he, he and there's a, Brendan Porath has talked about this. There's a lack of self-awareness there that is yeah. uh, incredible. But, you know, at the same time, it, it it's working and and it, and it continues to work. And, you know, Jordan Spieth said that on, uh, I, can't, I can't remember the name of, uh, what's the name of Colt Nose podcast? Uh, I don't want to say the wrong one, but Drop Zone? No, Drop Zone. Yes. I think that's right. Um, you know, Spieth said, look, like it's working and he's worked hard at it. And I think, I think we're all like pretty much on the same page. Uh, it's subpar. Is that the name? 
Oh, the Colton Nuts Pod Jacob, is subpar. Yeah. Thank you, Producer Jacob. We're, idi- <laughs> we're idiots. We're, we basically just say whatever Producer Jacob tells us to say. Right, yeah. I think we're all on the same page with the fact that Bryson has worked hard and earned what he's doing. But we're also on the same page that we might see Augusta National played in a way that we've never seen it played before. That that's that right there is is why this is the biggest story. It's why everybody cares about this. It's why we're leading off our Masters coverage with this story. Because listen, say say what you will about the greatest uh, courses that we have on the PGA Tour and the greatest events that we have on the PGA Tour, but this is the only one of the of the majors that we see every single year. It is near and dear to our heart. We get the warm and fuzzies when they show just the gates opening in slow mo, <laughs> right? Like they're removing the chains and i'm like on the floor i'm unconscious so like it's just different and and we're also familiar with it and and not only is it uh familiar kp but it is i mean it's tradition everything about augusta national and the masters is tradition and you have a guy who is trying to I hate to keep saying the word break the tradition and do it so completely differently that it's just it's 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 a lot more uncomfortable when to try to see him do it here. I think I think if he if it works, he'll be uh, applauded more. I think if it if it's disastrous, he will be ridiculed more. Like oh, of course you couldn't take down Augusta National. I, I just think this is something that's so special and so unique that I I I hate that one year's worth of results is going to be something we're going to talk about. Well, I guess we don't talk about it for 365 days just until April again. But like yeah, it's a big deal. Well, and that's I think that's the mistake everybody's making when they talk about Bryson is like people kind of come at me and are like, Oh, is he just going to win every event? And it's like, no, that that's (laughs) That's like not, not, (laughs) that's not even close to the point. Like, no, that would never happen. He's just improving his chances of winning uh, by, by a large margin and is going to win more than he would have if he hadn't done all this work. So yeah, I, we're, people are going to do the thing if he finishes T30 and be like, oh, we'll see, you know, and it's like, no, like that's, this is like a five, 10 year deal. It's not a one tournament deal. And uh, I, I hope that we don't, but you're right. I mean, the masters is, everything's magnified everything. I mean, ask Rory about that, right? <laughs> like everything matters 10 X more there than it does anywhere else. And some of that's fair and some of it's unfair. Um, but as it relates to Bryson, it's going to be super interesting because there are people that don't know anything about this that are going to be introduced to it. And it's going to, it's going to be a thing. Like it's going to be a real thing. There's going to be a large percentage of the audience that, yeah, they're just going to show, they're going to put the side-by-side picture of Bryson at Augusta last year and Bryson this year. And and people aren't going to know what hit him. Like it's unbelievable stuff. If you haven't been paying attention to, uh, I mean, I mean, it's just been just over a year ago. He told us he was going to start doing this and the transformation it, like I almost forgot, like you, you, you shared those photos from him at Augusta national last year. And it's, it's jarring stuff. I thought, it, I thought it was 10 years ago. He looks young and he looks skinny. Yeah, it's like 18 or 17 months ago or whatever. Yeah. Do you think uh, Augusta National will let him play Thunderstruck on the first tee? <laughs> <laughs> if they do, it's over. It's absolutely over. Um, I, I want to talk about the 48-inch driver, right? So now he, you know, he's been in hibernation uh, since, well, he didn't play Zozo, right? He played CJ Cup. Yeah, uh, no, he didn't play either. Oh, he, he didn't played, play either. He played Shriners. Shriners, that's right. Okay, so you know what he averaged Shriners? off the tee at, at Shriners? No, what? I, I looked it up today. 363 off the tee. Oh, my God. Um, so, but now he goes into hibernation, and he's been teasing this 48-inch driver, which, 
I don't like, let's set some background for this. Um, this is correct me if I'm wrong. The longest you're allowed to have, right? Like by regulations, 48 inches, as long as you can go. I think that's right. And his current driver is like 45 or 45 and a half. I, I believe that is also correct. So this is, he's basically saying, okay, within the rules, I'm now going to go as long as I can, obviously to try to create as much torque, as much speed, as much everything as possible. And obviously, you know, there's a reason that dispersions with your pitching wedge are usually smaller than dispersions with your driver because longer clubs are harder to control. But if you can figure out that happy medium, like this is just him continuing to optimize. And you mentioned it, like what he did at wings foot is kind of like, I don't want to say it's out the door, but now he's going to try to do something different again. Yeah. Which is, that's the crazy part. That's the part where it's like, where, where does this end? You know, like, how does it, how does it end up in a year, two years, whatever, however it's going to go. I guess my question with 48 inch, 48 inch driver is he, he posted that. I can't believe we're talking like so in depth about Bryson's like Instagram and everything, but this is, I mean, again, like this is, this is sort of like the tiger in the early 2000s story of 2020. I, I don't think that's hyperbole. He posted and, if, that. and if Tiger would have been, um, I don't, I'm trying to think of a way he could have communicated with that. If he was sending out, I don't even, I don't even know if email, like what would have been a good comparison if Tiger was like holding a press conference every his, other day and showing us his numbers, it would like, we would be talking about it in the same way. It would have been his away message on instant messenger. <laughs> <laughs> his, his top eight friends on MySpace would have just been uh driver, 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 driver. That's great. Uh, anyway, uh, Bryson carries it 403, 20, 20 mile an hour uh, headwind. And it, but he put in that, he wrote in that post said, this isn't even the 48 inch driver yet. And you're like, well, I mean, the masters is in three weeks. Like what, what's, it's, it's like this weird, like unveiling, like, you know, how they like, like a banner unveiling, like is the first time we're ever going to see it. Like, is he going to use like the 45 inch in practice rounds and then just bring the 48 or to the first tee? It's, it's, it's a really good question. I mean, and I'm looking at, you know, you, you mentioned what he, what he was firing away at, at, at Shriners 363. I'm looking at your notes from the article that you wrote, which is basically a whole by whole breakdown of what he's able to do. And I mean, this is all of this is assuming what his current driver KP, this is not even like, like what are the assumptions made on some of these? Yeah. So I wrote an article for cbsports.com and I used, I mean, this is, I can't believe if I'm about to say this, but it did happen. I used Google Earth and was like trying to yes. figure out like what the bunker cover was and what the down, you know, all these different things. This is how you prepare for a major in, in 2020, apparently. Uh, not because of the pandemic, but just because of the technology at hand. Uh, I, so I did it pre- like knowing that he was going to use the 48 inch driver, but also presuming that it's going to be colder. And so I, I, I think some of that stuff cancels out a little bit. Yeah. I tried to take into account the uphill and downhill, uh, like the slopes on some of the different drives. But what I ended up with Rick is I think 16 or excuse me, 15 of the 18 holes, he's going to have nine iron or less into yeah. those holes. And we can, we can go about hole by hole if you want. Um, and just kind of talk about actually, you want to do that? You want to go hole yeah. by hole? Yeah, let's go hole by hole. So just to, just the way this is. So so hole number one, you know, plays four forty five on the scorecard. You have him basically uh, going. Uh, what could what could be driver and his fifty eight degree wedge into hole number one? Yeah, and carry the bunker. He's going to have like one ten, one oh five in. 
which is silly. I mean, number one's a tough driving hole. So, yeah. you know, who knows? Uh, two. He's got to get it over. He's got to hit a draw and he's got to get it down the hill. But if he does, now he's talking eight iron it. Eight iron, maybe. I mean, I don't think a 400-yard drive there is out of the question, depending on how hard he draws it there. Uh, three is 350. He's going to drive the green. He drives it, right? I mean, is that a, is there a risk there of driving that green? Uh, I mean, there is always risk, right? Because there's some of the short game areas that you have to play out of are trickier than most. But I, I, I think you take on that risk if you can get there, if you can try to get there. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, four is par three, two forty. It's going to be his longest iron of the day, which is yeah. I'm sure. What if, what if I'm he, sure that. Well, what I, if he I'm just sh- doesn't carry four iron three? Like, what if he just has like seven wedges in the back? Well, that's what I think. I haven't listened to it, but I think the guys at No Line Up said he should carry like three drivers and and six wedges. If he's if his if his club <laughs> in is a five iron on number four and he uses it again maybe on eight like uh, it might not be a bad idea. It's a, it's a great take. Uh, number five uh, up the left side. It's three twenty to cover those new bunkers. I think you'll have like one forty five one fifty in, which for him is a sand wedge. Yep. Uh, number six is one eighty. That's a nine iron. That's uh, crazy. Number seven. Um, seven's fairly short, especially like in like these days, uh, I have it at like three thirty-five, which is a 58 degree. I'm, I'm, and then we get to eight, which is, I'm really interested in eight because this is the one that Spieth actually kind of alludes to him having an advantage because the landing zone widens, right? So if you fly everything, you don't have to be as exact, right? Yeah, it does widen, but it also runs into that upslope on yeah. eight to where you, there's no run out. Like it's basically you're getting your carry and maybe minus like a couple yards because sometimes it'll come back. So I think you'll have like 230, 225, something like that into there. And then nine, I mean, Spee said it on, on that Colt Nose podcast. He's going to have like a 180-yard uh, wide landing zone. It's from the scoreboard on one. Right to the bunkers on seven and you can take, I was thinking about this, depending on where the pin is, you can hit it wherever you want to have a good angle into that pin. That's where he's going to do the, like the Instagram video we just saw where he just hulks out and lets it fly and (laughs) figures out wherever it lands. It's all good. Uh, Then he makes the turn. He goes to 10, which you say is similar to number two. So if he can kind of get that draw going and conditions uh, obviously can be different, but um, he can really let it fly here. Yeah, 53-degree wedge into 10. 11's, why, why is 11 the tough driving hole for him? Oh, it's just a tough driving hole in general. I mean, it's 505 yards. Uh, it's pretty narrow. Uh, you can't miss left. If you miss left, it's a five. Mm-hmm. If you miss right, you need to miss like pretty far right to yeah. get it into, what is that, f- uh, 14 coming back where Tiger got taken out in the double play a couple oh, of years ago. Oh, my God. I, that That is like... <laughs> we don't have we don't have time for that today, but that was a moment. Uh, I cannot believe that even happened. <laughs> I can't either. Uh, but he still should have like pitching wedge nine iron into eleven. The the, the hard part there is going to be the angle, right? Because you got that that yeah. back left green. So if you're up the left side, it, it's just it's a hard hole. Twelve's uh, pitching wedge thirteen. Let's talk about thirteen. Yeah, this is this is interesting. Uh, so thirteen. He, his stated goal, Rick, is to hit it into the 14. I don't 
it's not really the fairway, no, but like the, the area between the uh, tee box and the fairway. Like, and, and again, that landing zone, it, it's, it's an entire hole wide. Right. I mean, the, the length of a different hole is how wide the landing zone is. Yeah. Um, and so he could hit it, you know, depending on how you cut the trees, he could hit it 360 and only have like 125, 130 in. Now those numbers don't add up to what the yardage is of the entire hole. But angles. But, but you're cutting off so much distance uh, off the tee shot. Now it's a, it's, it's a really hard shot to pull off because you, you got to hit it over these trees and, you know, not clip any of them. But if he does, he's going to have, I mean, it turns into a par three course right there. And then, and then, uh, so then 14, so then he gets the 14 and even with three wood, he could still have a wedge into this thing. For sure. It's 440. I think he hits his three wood, like 290 or something. Um, so yeah, wedge in there. 15 is interesting because it's upslope and then it's down pretty hard on uh, like over that hill. Right. And if you get it over the hill, I mean, it, it, it's weird because if you get it over the hill, you're going to have this like really steep downslope. So I don't, you kind of want to be on top of the hill, which is where most guys hit it. For reference. I mean, what do we remember what Sergio hit into? Didn't Sergio hit the pin on his approach for on this, on this hole? Yeah. He hit the stick. Uh, it was probably it had what, it, seven iron. I would have said seven or eight. Yeah. Okay. Cause and, he was on and, top. He was, he was right on top of that hill. Right. Bryson can get it down that hill maybe, but I, Again, I don't know if you really want to there. Yeah, you might you might want to leave it on top and have a have a good flat look at it. Uh, yeah. Sixteen is a nine iron into that yep. par three. Seventeen is <laughs> I love your comment here. Just your standard driver fifty eight major championship hole. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, it is. And you know, without the the tree there that they took out a few years ago, it, it gets it gets wider, it gets easier than it used to be. And then, you know, 18 is interesting because there, there's like a weird thing you can do around the right corner there. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know like the height of the trees or whatever, but I wonder if you could like take it over part of that corner. Uh, it's 345 to carry the left bunkers that shouldn't come into play. Um, but even if it does, he could probably carry it 345. Mm but you want to be up the right side and he's going to have, you know, 125, 120 in. So you add it all up and you've got a bunch of pitching wedges, a bunch of 58 and 53 degrees, and then two five irons and an eight iron. Those are your longest approach shots. He, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> he might be able to carry like six clubs. Yeah. This is, this is madness. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm glad you brought up the wedge thing. Like why wouldn't you, introduce a 55 and a 62 i mean well what because also because what i think is interesting and 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 uh, you know bryson's weird because he evolves constantly like every week is something different it, we're constantly trying to keep up but w- when he first started playing uh, events since the quote-unquote transformation those like mid-range, you know, 75% wedge shots, those flip wedges, things that gave, those were the things that gave him the biggest issue. So I wonder if he could just fill as many gaps as possible with, with like, uh, maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating, but like seven wedges, if you're, if your longest approach shot's going to come with a five iron and, and try to take away as many of those really awkward flippy type, well, like he doesn't want to be 
he doesn't want to be the artist, right? He wants to just be a robot, bring it back this far and hit it and let, let the loft and lie and everything else take over. Uh, I, I don't know if that's a real strategy, if that would even help, but it's like, when I look at, when I look at this, at, at this breakdown, that's what it makes me think. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a great point. And even if you have a situation where you need a six or a four or whatever, you can just hit a hard five or a soft five. And you're just not going to get into that situation a lot based on how you drive it. And yeah, I mean, you know, I think, I think part of the, part of the reason games hard is we talk about this with Justin Thomas, you have to have different swing speeds because you can only carry so many wedges. You can only have so many distances. And so you have to, you have to get, you have to hit a hard 53 or a soft 53 or like fight it or not fight or whatever. And so you're right. Like the more more gaps you can fill in there because you don't need like four of the other clubs that other people need that Zach Johnson needs. Yeah. Uh, The, 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 it, it does it change like your makeup a ton. Probably not, but it might gain you a couple of strokes. You know, it might, it might be worth like a half stroke per round, which could end up winning you the golf tournament. One of the things, and, and there, this, this story is catching a bit of steam uh, as we get closer, but there was, some, there was some good work over on Golf Digest about it. Um, kind, of, kind of going down the path that uh, Bryson doesn't want to be the artist. He wants to calculate everything out. It's the fact that he's not going to be able to use um, a, a green reading book. He's, there's no green yeah. book at, at, at Augusta National. And if you've ever seen Bryson putt or read putts, and, and you've, heard, you've heard him say this out of frustration, is like, that's, that's 3% down, you know, downhill. How'd that ball stop there? And, yeah. and, and he's serious, right? Like he's taking the stimp, he's taking the speed of the greens, he's taking uh, the, the slope and he's predicting like a break in it. And then he's actually bringing his putter back a certain distance compared relative to his feet. And, and, and that's it. It's a math problem for him. But if he doesn't have access to the greens book and he's got to kind of um, you know, fill in X and Y and Z on the fly and, and not be as precise with it. That's where I think things start to get a little bit hairy. Yeah. I, I by the way, how weird is it that like, what other sport would you like, w- w- would it ever be like, well, you know, this week we're do- we're having like completely different rules on what can be like, isn't that bizarre? Uh, yes, it is. I mean, the, the only thing kind of similar, I also, I always thought it was kind of crazy that um, in baseball, every stadium's different. Yeah, and it's like, oh, here it's 300 feet down the right field line. And then it's like the next night it's 350 and there's a 20 foot fence. But like, yeah, no, it is. It, it This is um, I wouldn't call it equipment. Right. I wouldn't call it Greens book equipment, but I do think it's closer to that than just like, um, you know, just like certain stadium rules in baseball or something like that. Yeah, no, that's a good point uh, about the the distances in, in uh, like of, of fences in baseball. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think the. I. <laughs> I do think it matters and maybe it just matters from a confidence standpoint. Like it just gives him confidence to have that book. And that's the thing is like, he can hit it 350 all day and it means nothing because the point of the game is not to hit it 350. The point of the game is to make a three on every hole or a four. And you got to make putts to do that. You know, and that was something that Spieth, again, I, I keep referencing this like this two minute clip and it was so insightful about Bryson because it was from somebody who's who's both done it and been with Bryson when he's doing it. And he just talked about how like he's transformed himself. The driving is one thing, but he's become an unbelievable putter. 
And so I wonder if you gave Bryson like this truth serum that said, okay, how much of this is because you have figured out green reading books and how much of it is, is feel is like touch is your uh, own kind of, you know, the, the arm lock and the ability to, mm-hmm. to repeatedly do that. I, I wonder what he would say. He would probably, I, I think if you, uh, he probably will be asked that at Augusta and he'll probably like, give himself credit just to like boost his own confidence because he doesn't have the book. <laughs> right. But I wonder, I wonder like what he thinks the reality of, of, um, of that is. You, you would need the truth serum because he'll never tell you the truth in a, in a, <laughs> test, right? so, so here, so Justin Ray tweeted this out, like literally as we were firing up our mics. So there's 58 players who have played at least eight rounds at Augusta national over the last three years. Of that group, Bryson DeChambeau is dead last in strokes gained putting at the Masters. Now, you can say it's eight rounds. You can say, well, he's a pretty good putter everywhere else in the world. And and when he gets to Augusta National, he doesn't have his greens book. He struggles. There's a lot of variance in this. But, like, I'm I'm, I'm probably more interested in this than I necessarily am about the driver. You know what I mean? Maybe Maybe I'm wrong. Why, why do you think you're more interested in this? Um, because the driver I think is more, um, like we're going to be like, uh, we're, we're going to be able to see with our own eyes what he does with his driver. We're, yeah. we're not going to see or ever know what his intended line was on the greens. If he hit it where he wanted to, if he misread it, if he mishit it, if he pushed it, all that stuff. So, and then there's a, a lot of a mental side of it for, for Bryson, which I think you, you touched on, which is how confident is he? You know, I mean, these guys want to be 100% committed to every single shot that they hit. If he's questioning, Hey, did I get that slope or that grade? Correct. Am I feeling that right in my feet? I, I just think there's, and, and we're never going to get answers to any of these, which is kind of why I'm more interested in it because it is more of the artist Bryson instead of the robot Bryson. Yeah, I, I think my rebuttal to that about the putting thing, and, and that's not an insignificant stat. I think it matters. And yeah. look, like all this stuff is going to be, and, and this is this is what makes it fun for us. All of it is going to be fascinating to keep an to like watch. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to Augusta. Guess who I'm following on Thursday? Um, let's see, Larry Mize is he playing not, this? Year? <laughs> not not Rafa Cabrera Bello. <laughs> I'm 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 going to be. I'm going to be on the first tee or the 10th tee, whichever one he's on with Bryson. And I think the rebuttal to the putting thing is you look at wing foot, right. And those greens. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 it's a great facsimile for Augusta. Right. And, and I, I get that he had the, the, the green or did they have green reading books at the U S open? I presume I they did. Yes. Cause I feel like I saw one that was like, Oh, here's the pin red lines all over, you know, red arrows down and yeah. around and all over the place. Yeah. I think they did. Producer Jacob says yes. So we'll, we'll go I with that him. as gospel <laughs> truth. Um, but, but even still, it's not like you're putting uh Harding park, for example, where yeah. it's, it's, it, you know, it's flat. It's, I, I just, it's I, I don't know. Park's in Muni. <laughs> did you, you played it, didn't yeah, you? I played it a couple weeks after they did. Kicked yeah, but <laughs> it's, it looks so easy. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, we talk about how the kind of the variance in putting is smaller to be like, reg- like to begin with. And right. so I just don't know. I mean, sure, that that will be a story and it might turn into a bigger story if he puts it really poorly 
And it's like, oh, you know, drive for show, putt for dough. It's like, oh, check the check the said a million times. Yeah, if he misses putts, (laughs) which is just infuriating because it's like, hey, go check the strokes gain off the tee numbers and do a V lookup with the money list. I love that you finally got a V lookup into into a podcast. Yeah, go go V function. Go, go V look up the money list and you're going to get of the top 10 guys. I mean, it just blows away the top 10 putters. I mean, that, yeah. whatever, that's a tangent. Um, but I, yeah, it, that it is going to be interesting. The other thing you mentioned, which um, I, I don't think is, is as, is as noteworthy, but they are going off split tees because there, there's going to be, there's going to be less daylight uh, in yeah. November. And there's been a couple of, of people being like, you know, and I don't even know if this is true. The, 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 here's the narrative. Bryson, notoriously slow player. Uh, does, is, are they quicker to put him on the clock? Does he feel any more pressure with daylight? I'm actually not even sure he's that slow of a player. I just think that there's been a couple of instances where, uh, you know, he's been on PGA tour live feature groups by himself and someone has a stopwatch on him and it hasn't looked good. I don't actually know if he's a slow player or not in general. Um, but it, it's going to be different off of two tees and, and them trying to get those, those rounds up. Yeah. He seems, he seems to get into like when he's hitting it well, like I never at the U S open thought like, Oh, he's so slow. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like when he's hitting it well, it just doesn't see it, it's when he gets himself into these like weird situation where there's ants or where there's right. all these different things that he it needs a second opinion on something. Yeah. He turns it into like yeah. way more than it should be. And it, yeah. I think that part like affects, is he like, below average in terms of slowness probably a little bit but you get these incidents and it just blows those numbers like out of proportion and i think the green stuff too like the the time he takes to read the greens but i don't i don't know man like I, and maybe this is a tv thing i'd rather watch him than can't lay can't lay doing the toe tap thing drives yeah. me bonkers it's uh, it, it's awful but here's here's the other thing about just watching it on tv you don't know, like he can take eight minutes on the green if he wants, if there's nowhere to go on the next tee box, you know what I mean? Like you don't see like the pace of how the course is playing. I, I, like, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot that that goes into pace of play, but uh, yeah, you're right. Some of the, some of the stuff is, is uh, self-inflicted, which I yeah. think is, is, is why he gets this reputation. Yeah. It, it he does not help himself. It, <laughs> it, he doesn't give himself the benefit of the doubt or he doesn't force others to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Kyle Porter. You are going to be on site. I cannot wait for this. I cannot wait to hear everything about it. We are just going to actually, let's just get, we're going to do a live, live potting. Just like we'll get you on the air, on the, on the air pods. Uh, we'll just go live for like your entire walking around time. I'm sure people will love it. Yeah. I'm with, uh, I'm with Bryson. He just drove it at 385 on number 11. And uh, it's going to be, I don't know. It, you know, I, I, I found out I have to go, like pretty early to quarantine and, and, you know, everybody's done, it's been great. Like everybody's done a great job with safety and protocol and and all that stuff. And I I haven't been out yet. I mean, I haven't been out since man, uh, where was the, where was the uh, Pebble beach since last year? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't go anywhere in the fall, didn't go anywhere in the spring and then obviously COVID. So I'm, I'm really excited. Um, it's going to be, you know, I think this is what, what's your real quick. What's your number two story behind? I think we both have this as number one. What's your number two? We both have number. Sorry. What was number one? I think Bryson. 
For what? Oh, for oh, for storylines? Yeah. Oh, oh, um, oh, good question. Um, I, I, I don't really like this, but I do think that it being played in November is a big deal. I think it's going to play a lot differently. I, and I, I don't like to pander to you, KP, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't need the Rory Grand Slam stuff. <laughs> I think it's Spieth, and I actually think it's Spieth. What happens after this? I'm, I'm waiting for the Michael Greller split. I'm waiting for him to just really hard reset this, get a different voice in there. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's really bad. And I think that they get one last, one last, uh, tour around a place that's been very good to them. And, and then we got to figure something out. So speed over even tiger defending. Listen, the, the tiger story's built in like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, you know I know. What I mean? the, the tiger story's built in. I'm going to love every second of it. He's defending. It's going to be phenomenal. But like his play recently hasn't gotten me all that excited. I'll be really depressed if he like, finishes you know t60 or whatever like that's not a great story um i, I don't know I, I think i think that's built in so i'm i'm trying to find something that's a little bit off the beaten path i think it's probably rory the slam that the you know I, I, and i don't know maybe, maybe other stuff i i just i i guess part of my point in that is it seems like all the others are so far below the bryson thing right now i, I agree with that and, and so it's like it, there's there's a gap between you know it's like a Bryson size gap between one and two <laughs> for uh, for storylines for for going into this. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's a cool way to end. It's been a pretty crappy year. Yeah, we deserve this in such a big way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we're going to be talking uh, almost, I'm sure, constantly. Can't wait to have you out there. Can't wait for you to lay some eyes on everything. If you would like to follow Kyle Porter on Twitter, which I highly recommend, at Kyle Porter CBS, you can find me at Rick Rungood. This is the first of our Masters coverage, and this has been The First Cut. We'll catch you next time. of sports mixed with your pop culture along with humor and celebrity interviews your earbuds are enjoying the rich eisen show dan orlovsky are you still a Jaden daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy i think the three things that make it stand out for me are number one i think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft every quarterback in the nfl is accurate he's got the best on tape number two most transferable stuff to the nfl and then i think the third thing is pocket peace search for the rich eisen show on youtube or wherever you listen